Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. What's up, movie geeks? Welcome to So I Married a Movie Geek. Do you like movies? If you do, you are in the right place this week. My name is Justin Winters. I'm one of the hosts of the show. My co-host and lovely wife, Chrissy, is taking the week off because it's a huge, huge week in our podcast. We're going back to Fantasy Movie Draft. We've been doing our 2010s Fantasy Movie Draft Royal Rumble, which is a way of doing our tournament where... Winner and runner-up stays for each round in this tournament, and we have reached, in that decade, the year 2012, which means we're in the third round, and the two guys who have lasted this far have survived two rounds, one pretty much by default, and the second, they actually won. So I'm going to bring the two of them in first, and then we're going to meet their competitors in the 2012 round tonight. Those two gentlemen are Jay Ledbetter from In Session Film and Gerald Morris from Two Peas on a podcast. Jay and Gerald, what's going on, guys? How are you feeling? Jay, how are you feeling? You know, we're we're gonna we're gonna get there. Um, there there have been some elements that have transpired this evening that have me feeling a certain type of way, but uh, I won't reveal exactly uh, what those circumstances are, but I'm of two minds about it. One, um, betrayal has has never felt so sharp uh, as it does this evening. And two, I'm cool with it because I know it's not really tough competition. Yeah, I was going to say this kind of what we just were, what we just came to be here kind of feels like 2011 in film. It's not really that great. But it is what it is, and it doesn't matter because me and Jay got this, obviously, because every year we don't. Yeah, Gerald, Gerald and I are basically a team at this point where we, we form a real bond over these last two rounds that we've gotten through together, and uh, we'll see. We're, we're in the Royal Rumble. We have become a tag team. Um, so so we're going to – it's basically a two-on-one battle against these other drafters. So it's basically they they formed this bond and knowing that they've done this and they've lasted two rounds together. The whole point of Royal Rumble is we we want to shake it up every round. And I originally had some ideas of what to do, you know, who who to put in against both Gerald and Jay, who are formidable opponents in the draft. And then I'm like, you know what? Let's really shake it up and throw two wild cards. Basically, is a psychological mind game just to try to you know get Jay and Gerald off their game in any way. So the two the two gentlemen that I invited are are two guys that I know are up for the task. Not only are they you know pretty good drafters in their own right, but they know really how to get under the skin of their competitors, which they both know Jay and Gerald personally. So this this should be lots of fun. So let me bring those two gentlemen in. Uh, those two gentlemen are Ryan McQuaid from also in session film. And Chris Brayton, my buddy from I Like to Like Things. Chris and Ryan, what's going on? How you guys doing? Doing great. I'm excited Shut to up. be here. Listen here, all right? Okay, we got Benedict Arnold Ryan doing. over here. I need to just say, 
I've literally talked about my strategy for this draft with him. So this is, I mean, this is a, uh, Benedict Arnold is no longer the greatest trader in American history. We have Ryan who has now become enemy number one of the state. Uh, so, so we'll see how this goes again. I'm not worried about him as a competitor necessarily, but it it just feels like a, a betrayal in the, in the purest sense. Was someone talking? Uh, I didn't hear a damn thing. So if, just if everyone right is not in the know, Jay, Jay and Ryan are, are co-hosts together on, on yeah. In Session Film. And not, Maybe not after this. They were. <laughs> they were. <laughs> not only that, I, I, Chris and uh, Ryan and I were talking before we even talked to Gerald and Jay. And uh, Ryan, you're on vacation, right? You're not even supposed to be here today. I'm not even supposed to be here. <laughs> Uh, we literally recorded uh, this week's episode of our show uh, almost a full week in advance. So I kept telling him, I'm not recording any podcasts on my vacation. Well, you know, sometimes you have your fingers crossed. Wow. So and, the betrayal uh, runs even deeper than we this thought. This is a technically, deep. This is, this is technically, deep. Technically, this is the last night of the vacation. And uh, it's back to business. And that business is... Look, you're spending the last night of your vacation podcasting. I say shame on you, sir. Shame on I you. Say, I say, what a great way to uh, end the vacation in whooping dead ass. How about that? Uh, and then Chris Brayton, he likes to like things. And he likes to, you know, he likes a good competition and to drop bombs. And he knows Gerald and has known Gerald for many years. Chris, are you are you ready to shake things up? What's going on with you, man? You know how I've stayed alive this long, all these years? Fear. The spectacle of fearsome acts. Somebody steals from me, I cut off his hand. He offends me, I cut out his tongue. He rises against me, I cut off his head, stick it on a pike, raise it high. Up so all on the streets can see. That's what preserves the order of things. Chris, this doesn't Fear. sound like you. You're such a sweet guy. <laughs> what, what, where, what is oh, this? Hey, oh, hey, guys. Hey, it's me. Sorry. There's two oh, sides. Okay. There's there's cool Chris that's super nice, and then there's draft Chris, who's literally the worst human that's ever lived. There's oh. two guys. I'm basically right. it's a it's a Jekyll and Hyde situation. So draft Chris wants to see you guys die horrible, awful deaths. This is I gonna like this is gonna be Chris. a good draft. This is gonna be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I like to light things, Chris, loves all of you and hopes that you like succeed in life and, and like a positive experience, but also I hope you die. Awful, awful deaths. Yeah, I mean, Brayton almost it sounds great. Brayton almost ruined great. a marriage during a draft. So he's, yeah, you know, like you guys don't understand what I'll friends. do. What what I'll do to win is insane. Like I literally, Chrissy and Justin got a divorce because of a draft I was in. Yeah. Wow! Wow! They're now living in sin. They live in sin, and we unmarried. I kind of want to join Jay and Gerald's team now. Good lord! I know. I wow. So, sounds like we're we, we've got a competition tonight, guys. You know, third round of this Royal Rumble is it's about to get cracking. Let's get started with tonight's 2012 fantasy movie draft. No! Just lying around shit. What is wrong with you? What's wrong with all of you? You guys stink. Sometimes you gotta say, what the fuck? Make your move. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. 
I want you to play dirty if you have to, but don't get caught. Go for the ribs. Don't let that bastard breathe. Concentrate, focus, power. Remember balance. Make cool fight. Keep your heads up. Play proud. Game over. All right. And and I, I didn't say this up front, but Jay and Gerald also just found out about Chris and Ryan like five minutes ago. Like they've been asking about all week who are their competitors, who's coming. Who we got to beat? And I was like, really just like dragging my feet because I was like, you know what? They'll find out just like right before we start. Fresh wound. Fresh wound. Tonight, again, we are drafting from the year 2012. We obviously did 2011 last month. Uh, Looking at my list seems like a better year overall. Before we get into any titles, overall, what do you guys think of the year? It's fine. It's, it's, it's all right. Yes, yeah, better than the last draft that I was on that Jay and I won. Uh, reminder: <laughs> it's better. It's better than 2011, but you know, it's maybe people uh, have deleted those episodes. Uh, it doesn't exist. Maybe a strong couple rounds, but after that, we'll have to see what happens. I I look at 2012, and I, all I see is just fresh meat, ready to take <laughs> these guys down. Good God. That's all I see. We forgot to mention Chris is work, uh, doing this podcast from a butcher shop. It looks like tonight with all this meat around. I'm like, like sausage. Just veal too. Yeah, it's just, just veal. I veal. only do veal. Yeah, I just do veal. That's it. And, and dolphin. I just do veal and dolphin. Our okay. our last two rounds kind of ran out of steam in our wild card round at five. So tonight we're capping it off at four rounds, guys. It's you know we we're rounding into the summer. We're getting hot and heavy. 2012 movies. So tonight's draft order that was picked by Jay, who won the last draft outright. Uh, Gerald was the runner up. He got to choose the draft order tonight, and he just chose it because he just found out the full competitors involved. So he chose Chris Brayton to go first, then himself, Jay goes second, Gerald's third, and Ryan is fourth. Again, we're going four rounds tonight, but we're starting with round one. Huge, huge round. A lot of names here on my list. Chris Brayton, you got the first pick of this 2012 fantasy movie draft. What do you got, man? Man, it it was weird to look at this, and... This this is a year I was so glad you didn't bring me on for 2013 like I'm not kidding like because 2013 I refer to as as the dark ages which is the two years after our second daughter was born when we never saw a movie ever so 2000 it sounds like a ceremonial was, waving of the white flag yeah so it yeah, sounds like, like to me. okay three way competition let's move it on <laughs> no no so anyway 2012 though because like the the wife was pregnant there wasn't a lot of activities we could go do we saw a lot of movies so like this list is like just movies that i saw in theaters so this is this is a lot of fun i went back and forth because some of these movies are are actually like 2012 is a year that i really really enjoyed um i feel like there's a lot of movies that are like rewatchable i remember the oscars being weird um, and like there, there was a lot of like, well, this should have won, this should have won, whatever. But honestly, th- looking at it, there's like three movies that really stand out for me from this year. And, um, but, but the one that always sticks with me is Django Unchained. Gentlemen, you had my curiosity, but now you have my attention. 
Little Quentin Tarantino here in the one spot. Why why are you picking it first, Chris? You know, I I look at the rest of them and my um my less than great competitors can have those. And <laughs> sorry. It's so weird. I really am a positive guy. It is funny during draft time. Like I just am like I want. I hate everyone. I I want you all to fail. Play the I part, Chris. You. Play the part. But like he he kept the shtick yeah, up right. for oh, exactly yes. sorry, one sorry, sorry, pick. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, no. It's the I I I I really like this movie. I think it's one of the most. Um, Especially like the first half is one of the most rewatchable of all of Tarantino's films, in my opinion. Um, I think it might be Leo's best performance ever. I really do. In, in, in his incredible career, I think it's one of his best. It might be his best performance, in my opinion. And there's some other really good movies in here, um, and including some of my faves. But this is just the one that really stands out for me. What does everyone think about Django and Chain going in the one spot here, guys? It was uh, also number one on my board. I think it's a good pick, despite Chris's vitriol right, he's been throwing at me for no reason. But <laughs> I, I, do, <laughs> I do think it's a good pick. He mentioned he mentioned Leo, but Christoph Waltz, you can't go without mentioning him in this movie. Uh, yeah, it, it was easily my number one as well. I love this film. I mean, picking Tarantino's like seventh best movie is certainly a way to start the draft. So, um, <laughs> oh, good, good for you. There, there's only one Big Grindhouse fan there's over only, here. There's only Bisc- one. I was about to say, there's only one 2012 movie that Quentin Tarantino tries to ruin at the end by acting in it, and it's this one. So, uh, <laughs> I was gonna say the, the movie. The movie. I I like the film, and I like how he Chris mentioned just the first half of the film and did talk about the ending of the film, uh, which does involve Quentin Tarantino, which is very long. Uh, that does lose a lot of the momentum once Leo was gone. Um, but he didn't mention the lead, which was Jamie Foxx, who is arguably the weak link of the film. Uh, Samuel Jackson, um, who's probably better than any of the supporting actors in the entire film. Uh, could have done probably an editing job. Jay and I talked about it many, many years ago. All right, ago. wrap it up, Ryan. Come on. We don't got all night but, uh, here. Come on. You know, it's a fine pick. I'll say that. It's a fine pick. I, I, wouldn't, my- I wouldn't pick well, it number one overall. I think that that's a stretch. Ryan, I have to get to my other picks. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> I'm just now saying. you guys know what it's like podcasting with him. Jesus. <laughs> I, well, I, I think, I mean, I think you know. this is a solid, smart pick uh, here, here in the one spot. Quentin Tarantino, 2012. Chris has got it, but Jay's got his first pick here in round one. Jay, what do you got, man? All right. I'm going to go franchise, but probably not the franchise that theoretically should go first. But I'm going to go with the most beautiful film in this long-running franchise, a franchise that has been running for decades, a franchise that was just purchased by Amazon. I'm talking about James Bond, and I am going to take Skyfall possibly the best of all the Daniel Craig, James Bond films. And that cinematography by Roger Deakins in that movie. Holy crap. What an incredible achievement that was. Uh, really, really great movie. 
Wow. That's interesting. That's interesting that you would say it's probably concerning the fact that when we did a movie series about James Bond last year, you did not say that you liked Well, Ryan, Skyfall if you if you would, if you would, if you would get whatever you have stuck in your ears, I said it was possibly the best one. Possibly. And that you were not a big fan of it and you were a little low on the rewatch of Skyfall. Ex- last year. This is just this is a falsehood that you are this speaking the, right the now. Facts. Everybody I have it as a top yes, 5 yes, James Bond film. Apart. This is insanity what he is spouting off right now. Right, it's, it's one thing to come on and betray me in the first place. It's a completely different thing to just lie about me patently well, on the podcast. Well, I mean, also this is insanity. I think he needs the to bigger be James Bond the fan on the podcast. And this is me. Um, Thank you very all much. Right. So Boys. anyone would know. <laughs> you did this, winners. You Boys. did this. <laughs> it's so... <laughs> I, I kind of feel like Zemo oh right now. I kind of feel like Zemo right, from I Civil know. War. I'm just this is sit literally here. 100% on you. I'm going to sit winners. here in the That's... snow. I know Black Panther's over oh there, but I'm happy. I'm happy that this happened. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a fine pick. I'm surprised. I'm surprised Bond went this high. I just because there's some other franchises uh, that are here in this year that maybe more name value, uh, just outright, but. Uh, was everyone else other than Ryan? <laughs> Ryan, think about this. I, I'm patting my boy Jay on the back. This was my number two, so my one and two are gone as well. I mean, Sam Mendes direct, directed this film, and he's right. It's probably the most beautifully shot Bond film. It's just so beautiful to look at. And guys, the Adele theme song that was written for this is a oh, freaking yeah. banger for all time. Let the sky fall. Yeah, I love this pick, Jay. Nicely done, brother. Let's just sing. Let's just sing Skyfall together. Four-part <laughs> harmony right now. Bring back, bring us back together. Uh, Ryan, you are, my, you are my spirit animal right now. You just tear them down. Tear them down, man. Just keep doing it's it. Fine. I, I got uh, the receipts. No, I, you can go listen on the RSS yeah. feed. Literally I really nothing like he said Skyfall. was correct, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I do uh I do really like Skyfall. I think it's a good pick. Um but uh yeah, I there uh I mean Javier Bardem is was incredible in this film and uh yeah, no, I really liked it. it it's it's a good pick. It was it was definitely my top 3. Um but I was not going to take it first. So, it makes sense that that Jay gets my sloppy seconds. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Well, Jay took Skyfall, which means, Gerald, you got your first pick here in round one. What do you got to choose? Well, like I said, my top two are gone, so I don't really have a choice. I'm going to take my number three, which is still there, and it is another franchise, and no introduction needed, really, but I'm going to go with Marvel's The Avengers. Come on, guys. The Avengers. Yes. Huge, mm-hmm. huge film. All right, Gerald. I mean, uh, what what do you think about the well, original Avengers? Well, you know, we're talking about 2012 here. So this is before the MCU fatigue kind of started setting in for me personally. I was really, really hyped for this when it came out. It's something that had never been done before. All these just larger-than-life characters on screen together. You know, the one panning shot that Joss Whedon does around the street there with all the Avengers together. You know, for comic book fans and for people that were into superhero lore like that, that was just a moment that'll never be forgotten. You know, if they were able to take their kids to see it and, and stuff like that. I mean, in the 80s and 90s, guys, we didn't get shit like that. You know what I mean? So it was really a tremendous cinematic moment. And now look at what the MCU's done. I mean, 
literally taking over the world. Everything they put out, including stuff that's on Disney Plus, millions and millions and millions of people are seeing it. Billions of dollars. You know, they know what they're doing. They have this through line. And seeing the Avengers, this movie in 2012, is it was just something that was so unique and so revolutionary for superhero film. And I, I think it's one of the better superhero movies in the MCU. Dr. Banner, now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Cap. I'm always angry. This is the one that solidified the the term universe. Like you know, they were going for the singles to to start this whole universe off, and then this hit like a atom bomb. And ever since, you know, Hollywood's all about universes. You know, I was yeah, just seeing yeah. the I was just seeing the casting for uh, what you call it. Aaron Taylor Johnson is playing. Uh, oh yeah, I saw that too. Like, Sue Craven. I know. I, but see, that's what? part anyway. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. They're, Don't get me started because I will talk to you all day. They're, they're trying for their universe it. over there, but everybody wants their own universe. And this is probably the, the biggest movie that kind of made that happen. So culturally, you know, just as a superhero film, it's just, you know, I had it number one on my board just because of that. So I'm surprised it fell to Gerald. Uh, but there you go. The Avengers here in round one. It's so, it's so funny to look at the Avengers now, you know, uh, so many years later and like i i really did enjoy avengers when it came out but oh my gosh it's so quaint now do you guys get what i'm saying like it's yeah so that's quaint. why i that's why i didn't pick it it's aged yeah kind and of like poorly yeah. it also yeah, doesn't like really it. look that great either too. well it's a joss no, whedon movie of so course fun. it doesn't look that great well i mean i'm not yeah. talking about joss whedon tonight i mean <laughs> yeah. i feel like joss whedon has come up in like every one of these drafts yeah, somehow he, ha- he has and yeah. uh Gerald's that's a big stand of him you know yeah uh, not entirely accurate yeah, yeah, <laughs> just, it just yeah. sounds like it is yeah, okay. all right you picked this movie right you know, so. do you guys feel that too do you guys feel that a lot about gerald right now and that's why you should no i think gerald. it was a great pick by gerald gerald's my main man and uh <laughs> yeah i mean he got he got number one pick value here at pick number three so obviously yeah. the it, it, it was 100 percent the right pick yes uh, great I, pick, yeah. gerald. I agree thousand percent Right pick here in round one with Avengers, which means, Ryan, you got the last pick here in round one, your first pick of the draft. What are you going with, man? Yeah, I mean, they they all three picked great films, uh, top three ones for sure Thanks, man. Uh, on my board. And so it's really tough here at number four, but uh, I think I'm going to go with a comedy. And I think I'm going to go with 21 Jump Street oh. in Whoa, the spot. That's um, so high. It, so high. It, no, I, it, this is a, a film that was a complete surprise the year it came out. No one expected this film to be as funny as it is. Uh, Jonah Hill, Channing Tatum, you know, Ice Cube, Brie Larson, you know, what a cast. And then brought Lord and Miller onto the scene, who has since gone on done Lego Movie and and helped out with Spider Verse and and really have become uh, producing, directing mega stars in the comedy business. And so I, I think it's a a comedy that's aged really well. Um, a lot of fun. I think it. Its sequel is not as good as this first one because they weren't able to capture the lightning in the bottle. That is the first film, and uh, it's got those great cameos at the end. Just a complete surprise, and I think it deserves to be up here with those other films that are already drafted. What does everyone think about Twenty One Jump Street here in round one? Has this movie so sustained? Is this movie still that relevant? I feel like it never gets talked about. I feel like. 
you don't talk about it, Jay, but a lot of people talk about I, it. I don't know. Like, I don't, like, online, I don't see, like, 21 Jump Street gifts or anything <laughs> or, or jokes or yeah. whatever. So yeah, I'm pretty sure that the gifts so and stuff like that aren't so there. Funny. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're not. They don't exist, right? You know what I mean. I'm just saying I don't see it very much. I'm just saying it's just. God, what a garbage pick! Oh my God, I can't believe it. Unreal. Yeah, I'm. You know what? I I will say this. I'm surprised Channing Tatum hasn't been in more comedies since this. Since this, hilarious. What has he been doing? He. I mean, he's he's just chilling. He's got something going on with Sandra Bullock that he's uh, taking. Yeah, I saw that. Which is like a romancing the stone thing. But some time off. He's, mm-hmm. you know, he's a pretty face, but he's he's a funny dude. And this, I thought this movie with him, he is funny. Love Channing. Uh, Have you ever seen him host SNL? He's fucking hilarious on that. Yeah, he's a talented dude. So I, I think this is a good pick. You know, it's right here on the edge of, of round one, round two. So, uh, but guess what? It's fun. It's Go ahead, very Chris. funny. It's su- it's super duper. Fun. Like I laugh hard at this movie. It is very. Like, funny. There is so many. F- it's very funny. I just don't think it's it's round one. That's it. Like, like I, I would have loved to have seen this, like, maybe end of round two, beginning of round three. Because I, I do think it's hilarious. I don't think I've laughed. There are a few scenes I've laughed I think I've you're making my points as to the, why I picked a number one, because it's freaking hilarious, Chris. Like, yeah, I it's mean, very it's, funny. No, no, but, like, you know, not not round one hilarious. Well, I think, but when, like, I think just, when a comedy hits, I think that that's why it's <laughs> Wait a minute. Drafted Chris and Ryan, list. you're the Bash Brothers. You're not supposed to bash each other. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Brian, great I love it. Pick. They're tearing themselves apart. Ryan, great Our plan pick. is working to Ryan, perfection. Oh, I don't give a shit. They realize what they're doing. Go, Ryan. Yeah, Chris wants to get after me. I don't give a shit. Well... Time for round two. Ryan gets another pick. We can, you know, criticize him over. What do you got, Ryan? Well, you know, there's a there's a couple spots I think I can go here, but I'm gonna I'm gonna play a little safe here, and I'm gonna keep it with a franchise, a franchise that I do like, and I think started off on a good foot. And uh, I'm gonna take the Hunger Games. Wanna see what I got you today? And as long as you have it, nothing bad will happen to you. Happy Hunger Games, ladies first. Primrose Everdeen. No, 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 I volunteer as tribute. No! Take care of him, Gil. Whatever you do, don't let him start. What did you say to your sister when you volunteered for her? I told her that I would try to win. Make sure they remember you. Yes. Ugh. Katniss no. Everdeen. I, I really like these books. And I think uh, the first two films, but especially this one, really solidified... Uh, the adaptation perfectly. I think the last two films were complete misfire, but I think that this one really gets you to step into this sort of horrific mindset of this, of what could be the best of these dystopian futuristic, you know, YA novels. Uh, I think Jennifer Lawrence is fantastic. I think the supporting cast is fantastic too. You know, you have, um, you know, Woody Harrelson, you have Stanley Tucci. You can't go wrong with a little bit of Tucci in your film. Uh, Elizabeth Banks. Tucci is loose. You know, you know, there's there's so many wonderful characters. Um, and I, I do love a lot of the action. And I like that it's very up close and personal in this. Obviously, Francis Lawrence does the sequel and, and really expands it. But this one is a very grimy and darker film than I, I, I even remember it upon the rewatch when I when I watched some of it uh, earlier this week. And uh, yeah, I, it's a really impressive action film and holds up. So yeah, I'm happy picking it here. Was there one thing Hunger Games here in round two? In the words of Luke Skywalker, "What a piece of junk!" 
this movie is. This movie is so mediocre. I I genuinely like dislike this movie. I think the second one is actually good. I think this movie is like so poorly directed. And Joss Hutcherson, um, this is the one where he paints himself like a um like a rock like a correct because he's a cupcake like a guy or rock or something yeah. it's um real really stretching the uh, the limits of my imagination on that one i i don't like this movie i understand why it was picked because he's a franchise shill uh but you know i just yeah, don't okay, like it bond calm down over there picking the i mean this was this second well, favorite craig film it, right. if i remember this was gary ross and i remember he, he seemed to have like a little shaky camp like a shaky camp oh yeah going on in this movie a little bit too much and that was i think my main concern when i remember watching it so um i don't know uh Hutcherson, and i was never sold on hutcherson and other hymns i don't nah. think the point of it is the guys i think it's the point of the film is lawrence and katniss and that's very much you know, I'm not going to see it for Josh Hutchinson. I'm going to see it for Academy Award winner Jennifer. You are obviously not a teenage girl. Uh, yeah, well, I well, yes, correct, <laughs> correct, Justin. Um, You're telling me that anybody, anybody, picks Hutchinson over a Hemsworth ever? It doesn't matter what planet ever you 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 pick the Hemsworth every single time. It's not even a it's not even a choice, and so you bring in Hutchinson. The only other person you can bring it in to like compete with 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 the Hemsworth is another Hemsworth, and then it's be like so. It's like he does anyway. I've always had a problem with that. Like I just have always my, had a problem um, with like you, you, right? you're never not going to choose a Hemsworth. My my wife prefers Liam Hemsworth to Chris Hemsworth, and that's one of the greatest stress points in our relationship. Uh, wow. <laughs> Now we're just peeling that onion, huh? Yeah, it's it's time to get real, guys. We're having some real problems over this Hemsworth thing. <laughs> That's crazy. That is crazy. Uh, Hunger Games here in round two. Gerald, you got your round two pick after taking the Avengers. What do you got, man? Well, I almost hate to do this, man, because I, you know the the genre is back to back here, and it's also not anywhere close to my favorite in the trilogy. But I do feel like it'll get me some votes, and I also don't think it would last back around to me. I know Brayton's got a couple picks coming up, but I'm going to go ahead and take The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, boy. Yeah, so, um, again, it's not my favorite. Do the rest in Bane. It's not my favorite film. <laughs> Do this in whole the, thing in Bane. No. It's not my favorite thing. Come in the, on, Batman. In the Nolan you know? trilogy. I do like Hardy in that film, though. I mean, I do think he, you know. You like his darkness. Fit in nicely to the story. I liked Anne Hathaway all the characters that we're familiar with and no one knows how to shoot a movie. So it has that very dark gritty feel that the rest of the trilogy had also, you know, this film suffered from coming behind the dark Knight, which is arguably the greatest superhero movie ever. Definitely one of, so it was just, it's a tough act to follow guys, but I did enjoy this movie and I absolutely love Batman. He's my favorite comic book hero. So yeah, that's why I wanted to go ahead and scoop it up. Gerald's got the Avengers and the dark Knight rises guys. Good idea, bad idea. What do you think about this pick here in round two? Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> Why do you choose such bad movies, Gerald? You choose the bad movies. Jay, you want to tell him? Yeah, I don't particularly care for this movie. It's a great pick by Gerald. Love it. I think he's got a great draft so far. This movie, <laughs> uh, not not particularly <laughs> But I don't know. I mean, I think Bane is great. I think Hathaway is actually really good, too. The Joseph Gordon-Levitt stuff is a real miss. 
Uh, it's the worst directed of the three and the worst written of the three. I mean, I think it's a significant step down from the first two films. But if Un- you're unfocused. if you're in the movie draft, Ugh. if you're in the movie draft and you get a Christopher Nolan film, you're doing just fine. Yeah, I mean, everything you said, I agree with. I that's kind of what I led with too. I agree with everything from a film critical standpoint, but also I'm in a movie draft, so I feel like Avengers, Batman is a good one to play. I hope that Ven- it's a good Venn diagram. Those pick. are the two highest grossing films of the year. Um, so that you can't go wrong with that. I just think that even no one fans will tell you that it's not a great film and the problems that it has is, is because like you said, it had to follow the dark Knight, and the dark Knight's a great film and probably one of the most perfect comic book films ever made. And that I always give the movie a pass Gerald because of the fact that, you know, Ledger's passing and everything. And, and it didn't seem like no one really wanted to do it. And uh, it's, it's a, big mess but it's a it's a i would actually say it's like a third or fourth round pick to be honest with you yeah I just because of know. its quality because of its know. quality we'll it hear what brayton it. says about it i just didn't know i feel like he would have taken it with one of his next two but i could be wrong chris would you, uh, you taken it i i no, actually i wouldn't have uh, um of course I, I like this no 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 i'm being serious like i'm being serious and like i don't think I uh, there's movies that I have that came out this year that I think are much better. Now, do I enjoy The Dark Knight Rises? Totally. I don't think I've watched it since I saw it in theaters, though, which is nuts. Um, because I because I did enjoy it. I just don't think it has any rewatchability, in my opinion. And I do think Hardy. Uh, I I love Tom Hardy. I think he's fantastic in most things he does. Um, he's awesome and. Yeah, he's super awesome. I love watching interviews with him too. He's just he he's he's great. He's he really is great. But uh there's just like weird stuff that happens in it and I I I really like it. Um and I think it might be like top 10 maybe, maybe top 20, maybe, you know, probably like top 20 movies of this year, but um yeah, no, I I actually was not going to take it, but I'm glad I got picked. Well, I'm, doing, just the, not by I'm me. doing the Venn diagram thing over here in winter, so we'll see yeah, how it goes. Right, yeah. Got it, got it. Batman and the Avengers on Gerald's team. Jay, you got Skyfall in round one. Now you got your second choice, man. What are you going with? This is uh this is tough. We're in I, we're in this second tier now where there's like four movies I'm stuck between here. I'm oh man. I'm gonna go with a potential sleeper here and take a movie from a director that many, many people love, uh, see a lot of love and a lot of hate for him on the internet, but I'm going to take Ryan Johnson's looper. Uh, I think it's a really, really good sci-fi movie. Um, really entertaining and smart. Uh, even if I have a few questions about kind of the, the twist ending, but, um, a really, really well-made movie. Emily Blunt is in that film as well. Um, I thought that was a really good sci-fi movie. And it feels like we get one kind of smart sci-fi movie every year. And that was the one for 2012. Yeah, three out of five film on Letterboxd from Jay right there. Um, I would actually it's... change that rating, but I haven't yeah. seen it in a, in a while. But It is a really good movie. I, I I do like the pick, Jay. I think it's I think it sort of fits right here in the, in the second round. And... You know, I, I do agree with you. I think the, the sort of time mechanics in the finale don't work, but I think Joseph Gordon Levitt, Bruce Willis, I mean, really good. I was about to say, well. anyone who can get a good performance out of Bruce Willis nowadays 
You're that already, is true. You're already oh, that like, is true. Absolutely. Well, and it just lays this. It lays the seeds down for the next two films that you know. Obviously, everybody on the internet loves uh, in the last jedi and then uh knives out everybody so, does love knives out to be fair but there there yeah. is one really funny scene i think in looper where they're sitting in, in a diner and bruce willis literally just says like these rules don't matter it doesn't matter whatever just shut up and then it's just ryan johnson being like just go with it guys just go with it yeah. um, good i like good that. kid perform uh, but do you like the kid performance in it jay um yeah it's a good kid performance as far as kid performances go yeah, yeah. it's good yeah usually those are no, you know, make or break for you. And I know. You know and a lot of times they're, they're no good. Uh, I think yeah, he's, a lot I think of he's them pretty are really good. Yeah. yeah. But he's pretty good kid. Uh, uh, we've, we've had uh, two Joseph Gordon Levitt movies in a row here with Dark Knight Rises and Looper. So he had a pretty good year that year in 2012. I think it's a good pick. Uh, here in round two, maybe a little bit high because, you know, it, it's, it, I don't think it was, it did gangbusters at the box office or anything. So it's still like how many people, they need to bring back Looper on a streaming site. This needs to go on a Hulu or something. So more. Yeah, it might it might have been this. a little high. I don't know, but right. I don't know. Smart sci-fi. I, I, I like, like that movie. Place. Good movie. Good film. I, I like it. It's a yeah. It's a good flick. I think Jeff Daniels his his line in there when he's like, "Don't don't think about it too much." And it, I think that's that's the that's him addressing the audience as well. Like it's similar to like that scene when Bruce Willis is like, "Don't think about the rules. Like just shut up and just go." I Jeff Daniels like don't if you think about it too much like you're just not gonna have a good time. It's like yeah, just enjoy. I do like this movie. It's it's intense like, but I don't think it's a round two pick, which is why I'm so glad that Jay picked it. Great job, bud. Well, thank you, thank you, Chris. Chris, you got your round two pick uh, here at the ra- uh, end of round two. What, what are you going with? It's so. This is actually. I could not believe that this is still here, but I actually, knowing the rest of the group, I'm actually now thinking about it, like, of course this is going to land in my lap. Um, but I, I think it might be, I still cry at this movie every time I watch it, <clears throat> and which is not that big of a deal because I cry at every movie that I've ever watched ever. I cry at commercials. Um, but uh, it's, it's Wreck-It Ralph. I think mm. Wreck-It Ralph, I think Wreck-It Ralph is, is the best Disney animated feature that they've ever done ever. Now this is not counting Pixar. I'm just talking Whoa. about Disney animation. Wow. And so, so, so when like, okay, wait, shut up. You picked Looper and Dark Knight Rises. What are you guys talking about? Hey, this Looper's is insane. Good. So it's like, oh, because it's good. like, oh yeah, my your guys I also didn't say Dark Knight Rises was point. the best superhero movie ever made either. Though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. No, no, but like, no, no, I'm just saying this is my opinion because like it came out, I had a, I had a daughter right about this time too. And so she came out and she was about the same size as me as, as Ralph holding Vanellope whenever we were walking around. So it was just like, it just hits home uh, so hard to me. And um, like, if you guys make fun of it, you're literally making fun of my daughter. So like, I tread carefully. <laughs> Chris, Chris, I, mean, I, 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 I was close. Chris, I was I about was to say yeah. you've got you've got the my kids vote. This is these two yeah, those yeah, two movies exactly. are are huge in our house and have a lot of really good emotional moments uh, of teaching for for kids and you know mm-hmm. good good soundtracks just, as well. It lasts. Yeah, the soundtrack is great. The nostalgia is great. It's got a lot going for it. I think the voice acting in it is incredible. Um, I, I, 
like anybody that grew up around our time, even though like they didn't put a ton of Easter eggs uh, from a lot of different games, like all of these games just resonate with all of us at all the different times. Like there's even like one where like they're like one of my favorite scenes in it is they're in the subway and it's just like Earth lives. And like any, oh, there's all these nerds like, whoa, look at that. I know that reference. Anyway, there's just a lot going on and there's a lot of heart to it. And it's just every, anytime I watch it, it still holds up a ton. I love that scene in that, in Wreck-It Ralph when all the characters are sitting around like the, what is it like uh villain? Villains Anonymous. Yeah, that's all good the stuff. support group. Absolutely. Yeah, that's it's good, so that's good. good stuff. Yeah. I, lo- I love this movie, man. It's, it's, it's a great, it's a great animated film for sure. It's a it's a good animated film. It's not the greatest thing Disney's ever done. And actually, I would say that the sequel to Wreck-It Ralph is actually better than the original Wreck-It Ralph. So, uh, I I do thing. like the. Sequel. I prefer the first, but I do. Yeah. I, yeah, the sequel's good. Um, and like obviously, like it's opinion. Like like there's yeah. so many great Disney animation films for sure. Just this well, it hits one you it in a personal out. reason because of your kid. Yeah, you yeah. Can't, you can't fault and, anyone. And for I, will, that. I will. And if you do, you're a monster. I will will say this, looking at the list of 2012 movies, not a lot of family films that really stick out um, on on the list here. So there wasn't a lot in terms of family films that year, it seems. And this is definitely definitely a good pick here in round two. But Chris, you got another pick because we're starting round three now. You got one right here. What do you got, man? All right, so this is the one that I I think everyone might be dancing around, and I I just want to throw it out there because I have so many different ways to come at it. But it's it's Cabin in the Woods. Now I I'm open to it being that I, it's not correct, but there's it says released in it, it got like, picked there was last, like a it film got picked last, last, picked last draft. It got picked last draft. Did it? Okay, okay. I couldn't remember last if it draft, did. Okay, so you guys have decided. And- yeah so but like it just i get 2012 2011 and i was anyway all right so you guys picked 2011 yeah That's our boy uh, our boy drew hallam took that last last time start again you get another pick chris what's your round three pick man all right well now i'm absolutely screwed uh because this is super hard um okay this is literally this is literally a, I'm pulling a Gerald. I'm doing the Venn diagram, and I'm going in a different direction, and I'm going to go with Pitch Perfect. Shorty, get down, good lord. Baby, got them open all over town. Strictly, bitch, you don't play around. Cover much ground. Got game by the pound. Getting paid is a forte. Each and every day to play away. This, this is votes. This is votes only. Pitch perfect. And it also features the Green Bay Packers. So, but anyway, so there we go. We're good there. But pitch perfect for the votes. Done. All right. I mean, you. I like this movie. Uh, the, the other I like, I like yeah, the first no, one. Fun. The other two are the other awful. Two are it is very garbage. Fun. Just, yeah. But this, the, the other two are terrible. Oh, they're so bad. <laughs> Does anyone not like pitch perfect? I mean, it's. It was a surprising film to to be such a hit that year. I remember. Uh, I remember this being such a pleasant surprise. Uh, I, I was like dragged, kicking and screaming to this movie, and then I really, really enjoyed it. I, I liked it a lot. Um, my wife was actually watching this the other night, 
and I kind of was paying attention to it in the background and it's still, it's still a lot of fun. Um, I think it's a good pick. A lot of people really, really like it, so it's a good pick. Yeah. Anna Kendrick exactly. singing "Cups" is a banger too. I'm gonna tell you right now. Great song, great soundtrack in this movie. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. This is like one of those kind of like fun picks that all of us dudes sitting here are probably like, "Who's gonna take Pitch Perfect?" <laughs> but I think, <laughs> I, think it, I think it's this a good guy. pick. It's a fun movie. This yeah. guy. I mean, amazing cast. You, of course, you have Anna Kendrick, Rebel Wilson, Brittany Snow, Anna Camp, Elizabeth Banks, Skylar Aston, like, uh, whatchamacallit from uh, Adam Devine was in that. It's just a huge stacked cast of, of people. And yeah, I thought it was great. Great film. So uh, definite good uh, round three pick here. Jay, you got your round three pick after picking Skyfall and Looper, man. What you got? All right, stuck between two here, but I'm going to go with the one that I like a little bit more and go with a movie that I think propelled two uh, great movie stars into movie stardom, and that is Silver Linings Playbook. I think that is such a good movie. I find that to be such an emotional movie. Balled my eyes out when I saw that for the first time. Um, incredible lead performances from Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence that kind of vaulted them beyond, you know, obviously Jennifer Lawrence was popular from Hunger Games and stuff or whatever, but this was the one where it was like, okay, she's a movie star. She doesn't need IP to carry a movie. She can do this all by herself. Great performance from her. Nice um, supporting performance from Chris Tucker. And um, I think Robert De Niro is so good in this movie. I think he's incredible in this movie. Uh, probably his, maybe his best performance of the last decade or so. Irishman, maybe competing. Um, but I really, really love this movie. What does everyone think about Silver Lining's playbook? It's a good third rounder. I I do agree with him. It's um, it hits really close to home. And I I will tell you that Bradley Cooper absolutely nails his diagnosis because he has, he has the same diagnosis as my brother in that movie. And, um, it is, it, it's, it's like watching my brother on screen whenever I watch it. So I've only watched it the one time cause it's, it's a hard, it's hard for me, but it, it's, it's incredible. It is unbelievably on the nose. Um, and so, but yeah, so, uh, I agree. I think it's a good pick. I think it's a good third round pick. Um, but yeah, Congrats. I think it's probably, if not my favorite, uh, next to favorite, David O. David O. Russell did this one. So obviously you know him from American Hustle, Three Kings, all those movies. But this one, just because it it does walk that fine walk of of talking about mental health in a way you really don't see a lot in films. So and the performance is just all the way down the line, just really, really, really great. So yeah. it's it's a it's a good film, Jay. Uh, not my favorite or Russell film but uh you know it's it's got two good performances and i think de niro is really good in the film people don't talk about him nearly as much uh, as they talk about cooper and lawrence but de niro's really great in that all right silver lines playbook off the board joe you got your round three pick man what do you got all right well i'm i'm prepared for ridicule from the panel but again, I think this is going to be good in the whole Venn diagram situation, getting votes, that whole thing. And also, it is a movie that I truly do love. Now, Chris mentioned earlier with Pitch Perfect about being dragged to the... Th- or It was actually Jay that said he felt like he was being dragged to the theater to see Pitch Perfect, and he ended up really liking it. That's this story. T- that story times 10 for this one. 
It's oh, I Magic know what Mike, with. guys. Magic Dude, Mike. Magic Mike is Magic so Mike. good. It is <laughs> so good. Fucking great movie, guys. And <laughs> it's hot. All right. Okay, you know what, man? That's a perfect pick. It really is. It's perfect. That's a great it's, damn pick because that was going to be my exactly where Gerald. it needs to be. Yeah. I mean, Say it, know. Gerald. This is why you keep winning, man. I was hoping like it was going to boomerang back to me. Pick, An yeah. amazing movie. It sounds like one of my I'm favorite Soderbergh the... movies, actually. Yeah, me too. It, Ger- it sounds like I might not get the ridicule I was expecting. Gerald, but you mean... were like backing into this pick. I'm like, dude, it's three on my draft board. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. All right. Good. No, it's just like because Gerald knows how to draft. That's why. That, that's what yeah, it is. Like I this mean, is like you don't you don't pick this round one. This is like no. This is like that third fourth pick, and you're just like, dang it. Yeah, that's we, why you get votes. We, uh, there's so many different reasons. I mean, I feel like McConaughey should have an Oscar for this movie. I mean, his performance yes. in this movie is so fucking good. Now, I go with two rules with y'all tonight. Yeah, it ain't that hard. Don't worry about it. All right, rule number one. This is the what can you touch and not touch rule. Can you touch it? Can you touch it? No, 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 no. Second touch. Can you touch it? Can you touch it? No, 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 no. And finally, last one, ladies. Can you touch it? Can you rubber touch it? That too, the law says that you cannot touch. But I think I see a lot of lawbreakers up in this house. Right? And I don't see a cop in sight. All right? So good. So good as Dallas, God. just the veteran, just, oh man, he's just so good in this movie, man. And then, uh, you know, we already talked about Channing Tatum, and this really kind of thrust him into, no pun intended, see what I did there? No. Yeah. Oh, uh, there oh, oh, bravo. <laughs> really bravo. thrust him into superstardom, and he hasn't looked back. I mean, he's he's a leading man now, and he, he was great in this movie. It was a great character study. Soderbergh's direction was really sure-handed in this film. And like Jay said, I also believe it's one of his best from the director's chair. So yeah, I love Magic Mike, and you know I didn't want to. I didn't. It sounds like maybe Ryan was going to take it too, so I'm glad I scooped it up. But yeah, that's my number three, man. Yeah, yeah that's a, that's a really good pick, man. That was that was definitely going to be my next pick, and uh, it's 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 one of those where you just think it's going to be the stripper movie and it turns out to be a hell of a lot more than that right and right. all the performance magic movies. mike too also great in it a different good. way yeah it was good uh, yeah. yeah yeah amazing film magic mike great steal of a pick here in round three gerald which means ryan you have the last pick here in round three man what are you going with well you know looking at the board it's starting to turn into a lot more like quality of the films i guess rather than it is about the the bigger films for me um so i'm gonna go with a a film that i really like and i think it fits perfect here in round three since i couldn't take magic mike i'm gonna go complete opposite end and i'm gonna go with zero dark 30 and uh you know Catherine bigelow uh following up her uh film the hurt locker with this film about the the hunt for osama bin laden one of the just most interesting movie going experiences we've ever had. We had literally congressional hearings about this film, talking about the subject of torture when it came out. Uh, we were, you know, there's, it was, wasn't far after all that had happened when this movie released. Um, but this movie is one of the best thrillers of the last decade. 
and Catherine Bigelow and Mark Bull, the screenwriter, just build the tension throughout the entire time. And Jessica Chastain gives an all-time performance in this film. In the last 30 minutes of this movie, the raid to capture bin Laden is fantastic. Some of the best filmmaking of this year, period. It is a true crime that she was not nominated for Best Director that year. She pulled out all the stops and made, I think, the best film that she's ever directed in Zero Dark Thirty. It's aged impeccably well. Um, and so, yeah, for that reason, that's why I picked it here. What does everyone think about this pick here in round three? I think Catherine Bigelow is a goddamn icon. I love her. She's one of my favorite filmmakers. You know, I don't think this is her best movie, but I absolutely love Zero Dark Thirty. And I think all the praise that was showered upon it, I was really happy because I just love her. I just love the way she directs films and the way they're shot. I think it's a good pick. I I would have taken it. If it was still here when it came back around to me, I would have taken it. I'm kind of scared to rewatch this movie. I'm I'm scared this movie has aged terribly. And I've heard some people say that it has. But uh, I definitely liked it when I first saw it. Brayton, were you Uh, saying something? I said it's no point break. I mean, we're talking about Catherine. (laughs) There you go. That's true. Point break. What a a banger. It's a good movie, but I I think this one is better. I'm not gonna lie. I've never seen this movie, so I have oh, zero okay. opinion oh, on it wow. whatsoever. Okay. I know. I seriously, I have zero opinion. I've never seen it. It's okay. Like, okay. It's, it could be the greatest movie ever. I have no opinion on it whatsoever right now. Sorry. Ah, <laughs> oh, there you go. Zero Dark Thirty. Catherine Bigelow here. She doesn't make enough movies. Uh, no, she really doesn't. Absolutely not. I, I agree. Know th- I know at the time I, you said that there were hearings and stuff, but I just remember it being very controversial and that a lot of people were like, this doesn't make us look good. You know, it's definitely not a rah, rah, uh, America type of film in terms of a war film. So that, I mean, that's why I liked it. It was complex and obviously she's extremely talented. So I think it's a great pick here in round three, but tonight we're only doing four rounds and it is time for round four. Our wild card round. Ryan. You got your last pick here in this 2012 draft. This is a very, very important tri- uh, pick because, again, the top two vote getters advance to the next round in 2013. What are you going with your last pick, man? Okay. So I don't care at this point if I lose because of this pick. Um, I- I'm going to pick my number one film of that year. And it is a very popular film amongst people on the internet. And that's primarily where we're getting our votes from. And I'm going to go with Paul Thomas Anderson's The Master. I have unlocked a secret. The source of all creation. We record everything through all lifetimes. Good science allows for more than one opinion. Otherwise, you merely have the will of one man, which is the basis of cult. He's making all this up as he goes along. You don't see that? You are an everlasting spirit. I don't want to hear this. Just say something that's true. And I love this film. It's not, it's a very visceral experience, but it's a movie that I continuously watch over the years and come back with more and more questions upon each rewatch. I think that it is one of the best films of the last decade. Uh, definitely the best film of this year, for sure. The acting in this is extraordinary 
um, Joaquin Phoenix, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Amy Adams are just on the top of their game. Paul Thomas Anderson, this is how you follow up There Will Be Blood with a film like this. Um, it's, 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 a, it's a masterpiece. And I don't like to throw that word around a lot, but I think I can with this film. And so, um, yeah, I'm going for the cinephile vote. I'm going for the quote unquote film Twitter vote, um, you know, more of the prestige vote. But I, I had to. This is who I am. So I'm taking this, the master. I mean, that's a pretty great fucking wildcard pick, if I have to say so myself. Uh, huge PTA fan myself what does everyone think about this here in round four it's cool that he prefaced it with i don't care if i lose i really like that, <laughs> when I said that. never say that <laughs> no so, so here's think- here's the problem is we moved this to four rounds normally in the, the past two drafts it has been five and i have really used the pretentious wild card round pick to my advantage I don't know that you do that in a four round draft. We will see, obviously, but uh, it's a lot harder to squeeze one of those onto onto your four rounder. I think in this year you can. I think with the film in question, you can because it is such a interesting, wonderful film. Probably the most, man. Probably the second most divisive PTA movie. Yeah, but it does evoke conversations and questions, and I do think that people have continuously especially over like what all the the hate towards joker and stuff people have gone back and reevaluated to to look at joaquin phoenix as his best performance and you know and of course philip seymour hoffman and 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 and, you know his passing it's been reevaluated as well as some of his best work so i don't think it's just your ordinary you know let me pick the tree of life uh to please jd's vote (laughs) Um, in wow. in the fifth round, I think that I think that this is one that more people have seen over something like the Tree of Life and like more than something like the Tree of Life. Well, we're splitting up the in session film vote, and Ryan doesn't seem to like uh, wanted want JD's vote. So, uh, so well, I'm just I'm just saying, you know, you know, that's, <laughs> it that's, seemed to it seemed to work out fine for me, but um, maybe that's you know. just uh, anecdotal. Yeah, well, I think well, this we'll is a great see. great film. Great pick here in round four. Um, I would have been really super pissed if, if this had gone undrafted. So great job, Ryan. Gerald, you got your last pick of the draft here. What do you got, man? All right, brother. Uh, well, I'm kind of with my my brother in arms, Jay, that first you surprise us with these contenders here, and then you took away our wild card fifth round. I, you know, So I'm kind of at a loss here because I want to take this movie, but it's truly a fifth rounder as opposed to a fourth rounder. But I think I'm going to do it because I love this movie so much. It's easily one of my favorite movies of this year. And I literally watch it every single year around Halloween with my kids. And that's why it's so special to me. But it's Lakia Studios' Paranorman. I'm going to go ahead and take. Mm. It's a bit of a wild card pick. And I know I don't know how many people have seen it. That's a, that's a crime. It's criminally underseen. It's a stop motion film that's beautifully made. And it tells us it's, it's like a zombie kind of like afterlife story told through the eyes of this young boy Norman in the film. And like I said, I've watched this with my son every year since he was like five. And it's just one of those movies that we can watch together. Similar. It's like a monster house where it's like kind of teetering with these like horror elements, but it's a family film, you know, Coraline Lakey studios also did, which would fall in that kind of category under that umbrella. 
But I love this movie. If anybody hasn't seen Paranorman and you're a fan of stop motion, this is one of my favorites. Did uh, did Gerald lose people here? I haven't seen Paranorman. Oh, uh, Gerald! Justin. Gerald was like three for three, perfect oh, draft. Man. So he could he could afford uh, a little slip up here, but I would say it's only a minor slip three, up. Four, but three, I three. I don't think that many people have seen it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yeah. that's what I was worried about. This would have been my fifth round pick, no question, if nobody mm-hmm. took it. Um, but I just I don't know. You know, sometimes when we do these drafts, Justin, it's like. I feel like I'm betraying like my favorite movie if I don't take it, you know. So it's definitely yeah. a hard pick for me, yeah. but it's got the family vote. Maybe it'll have a little horror vote because I didn't have a horror film on this this draft. So you know, who knows? Gerald went from Gerald, the, Gerald went from pelvis pick with Magic Mike to heart pick with Paranorman. <laughs> so yeah, uh, <laughs> okay. okay. It, Here's the thing, Gerald. It's hard for me to slam this pick because, like, obviously, you said, like, you 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 said you you watch it with your kid, and so like it has that for you. I and you know I love kids movies. Like, you know that about me. I've never seen this movie, man. And there's a lot of other much better animated films. Uh, I think still on the list, but yeah, you know there's what? some. Can't there's fault some more you for picking the kid pick. There's some more popular ones. Hey, you know what? If I lose the draft. But I somehow got you winners and Brayton to watch Paranorman. Then I've done my work here. So go go watch it, guys. Let's do a watch it's maybe, party. Maybe let's, wait till let's this do October a watch party. and check it out. Yeah, I'm I'm plugging it into my favorite app, Just Watch now, so I can figure out where where I can watch it. So there you go. That's good. That's mm-hmm. good. All right, and it is on Netflix. There you go. Nice, nice. I didn't even know that. There you nice. go, Paranorman. So I will check it out. I think it's you know just not as widely watched as a lot of other films on this list. But again, Gerald went hard overhead with that one with his last pick. Jay will Jay Ledbetter go hard overhead here in round four with his last pick. He was our winner, number one uh, vote getter last round. What do you got, Jay? Fortunately, I think I can combine heart and head on this one because this movie is a banger and it's also become kind of a cult classic as the years have gone on. I'm going back to the superhero genre and I'm going to pick Dread. What a good movie Dread is. Gosh, freaking. Gosh, dang it. Such a fun movie. Just like a good old, violent, bloody, crazily directed, well-acted action flick. You just want to sit down and hang out, have a good hour 40 or however long that movie is. Just sit down and watch Dread, and you're going to be just wrapped up in that movie for its entire runtime. Uh, Carl Urban rocks Lena Headey. Great to see her play a villain anytime. Obviously, she's amazing in that movie. And just the slow motion sequences in that movie are incredible. Um, just a really, really good movie that I think people have really come around on since it came out. Okay, answer a question for me, Jay. I only caught up to this movie a couple years ago, and my number one thought watching it was, why the fuck didn't I watch this in the theater? It must have been fucking awesome. Was it When it originally came out, was it 3D? I think so. Yeah, it was. It was definitely three oh, D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Did anyone? Yeah. See well, you think it about all those, like the slow mo of the bullet going the through the guy's face or whatever. Oh. Yeah, I mean that'd be incredible in three D. Yeah, uh, I did not see it in the theater. I, no, I didn't see it either in the theater. I remember it getting a lot of comparisons to the Raid films uh, when it first came out, and it sort of 
swayed me away from it, but then I caught up with it a couple years ago, and yeah, it's a really solid action film. Wait a minute, and, wait, uh, was I, that a dig at the raid? You, you, it swayed no, no, you no, away I, from no. it because it was like the raid no. films. Well, like I like, I, no, I like the raid films, and I just didn't want to see like a like a copycat. Uh, you know? okay. And okay. Uh, but I, I, it w- went on Netflix, and I watched it, and it's a really solid flick, and. Um, you know, I know that a lot of passionate people behind it, Jay, uh, want a sequel and uh, Netflix, get on it. You know, you know, why not? I'd be down for it. Also written by Alex Garland, who has gone on to do some really awesome stuff. Although I think he hates that movie, but yeah, (laughs) yeah, Yeah, definitely back when I worked at the video store, this would have been a movie that no one watched in the theaters, but just went like gangbusters off the shelf because we would have been just like, you got to watch this. Uh, speaking of, it's on Amazon Prime and Hulu. Uh, so check it out. Dread hey, here I'm in round four. I'm so pissed. Yeah, was <laughs> so, 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 was, so pissed. Was your pick stolen, Chris? You got the last pick here yeah. at the entire time. No, it was. It, he, he, he picked it. It was, it's, I saw this in theaters and ah oh, it was awesome it's just it's a vid- it's a it's a video game you just go up the levels but like in the mm-hmm. best way like i mean that in a, like the be- in a compliment like it's it's like you just go up the levels you just keep going up nice it's and simple so tight yep it's so tight and like um you th- the fact that he never takes off his helmet is actually what makes it so good he's just a faceless judge, jury, and executioner. It's just, it's, it's so perfect. And, um, yeah, anyway, I, I love this movie. It's so underrated. Uh, the cinematography is great. The action sequences are great. So I, I'm going to go with 2012's Dread. That is what I'm going to pick for the last pick. Um, I'm just, <laughs> try, try to do like one uh, of the, uh, uh, you're not, that's not going to work switchy. on me, Chris. It's that's switchy. not going to work room. on me. Uh, yeah, no, I don't. It's so good. So, Chris, before you uh, make no, this pick, just, that, before you make this pick, you got it makes one me pick. mad. It, it just, it just makes me so pick. It makes me so mad. I don't know, man. There's so many movies in here. It's funny because there's more movies I hate on this list than there are movies that I love that are left. Um, I just was assumed that they would be picked, but I'm glad that these guys also share my hate of some of these movies. Um, I am. Oh my gosh, I can't even. I was that dread pick threw me off. Um, okay, I'm gonna pick Les Mis um, because Whoa. it's it, it, yeah. Oh, shit, no. I'm gonna pick Les Mis, um, <laughs> and and it's because if I didn't pick it and I walked out this door, if I walked out this door and I told my wife that I didn't pick Les Mis, um, I would have a similar situation that Justin and Chrissy have after that last draft, the Spielberg draft. So. Well, um, your your, your like family know, did you one favor with Wreck It Ralph, and then really hurt you here yeah, in round four really with shot uh, you in the foot with this one. Good lord! And uh, no, it it was. Um, I know that it's not like something that's looked back on, and that's okay with me. Um, it's it's I uh, my it was something when I first when me and my wife first got married. Like she had just come back from London, and she saw it at. Um, She's seen it with her family and stuff. And so like it was on repeat and we just sang it. And so I have a, a emotional connection to the music itself and everything. And I know that's not loved by a lot of people, but yeah, seriously, if I walked out and she's like, did you get Les Mis? And I said, no, I picked something else. Then, is this the then, one with, then, yeah, it is would, this the one with Russell Crowe trying to sing or whatever? 
Not only is it that one, but Chrissy and I often sing as Russell Crowe in this movie, Les Mis songs sometimes, because it his performance rivals um like Pierce Brosnan in Mamma Mia. Like you just you have to marvel at <laughs> how wrong they are. See there you the go. You guys the man really it. went no, for it. I, th- there's a lot of movies on here that are left that I just really, really, really don't like. And so this is one of the ones that just, I'm telling you, the dread pick, it threw me off. But yeah, lame is my wife would be mad if I did not pick it. I think Chrissy, this is on Netflix as well. I think Chrissy was just watching some of this the other day. Not not fans, uh, other guys here of of lame is. So long and so bad. I didn't make it through it either. (laughs) Just... I gave it a oh. shot, uh, not in theaters. I gave it a shot a couple of years ago, and I just couldn't make it through it. I mean, it was so goddamn long. I was like, I can't do this. We, we were talking about the shaky handheld from Gary Ross in Hunger Games. How about the yeah, handheld up your the nose? stupid close-ups. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> this I'm like, one. So, yeah, oh. from the guy that brought you cats brings you this. You know what I mean? Good Lord. All right, now don't, don't start bashing cats now. <laughs> oh, whoa. Okay. All right, all right Gerald. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah, there you go. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Gerald, for taking the heat off of me. Oh, I really I mean, appreciate Taylor that. Taylor Swift is in cast, guys. Come on. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Highlight the worst performance in the film. Let me let me read off this this these lists, guys, so we can we can talk about this. Uh, all right. Uh, Chris Brayton has Django Unchained, Wreck It Ralph, Pitch Perfect, Les Miserables. Jay has Skyfall, Skyfall, Looper, Silver Linings Playbook, and Dread. Gerald has The Avengers, The Dark Knight Rises, Magic Mike, and Paranorman. And Ryan has 21 Jump Street, The Hunger Games, Zero Dark Thirty, and The Master. Those are the 2012 films that were picked by these four gentlemen. Uh, Before we talk about things that were missed, I have a few of my own. What do you guys think about your individual lists? Oh well, mine and Jay are the best as usual. I agree, every Gerald. Year I, of this uh, draft, Gerald, so. Gerald did a great job. Um, I'm, I'll be happy to finish in second place. I, I reached on Looper. Um, that was a misfire on my part, but um, yeah, I agree. I really agree. Uh, I, I, other, I, I, my, my list is fine. I'm not super enthusiastic. I like all the movies on it, but I, I feel like I might have reached with that one. I wish I had taken Magic Mike. Yeah, I wish I had taken Magic Mike. And- Second place or Wreck It Ralph in second place, other than the Hunger Games, but it is a beloved franchise, so it's hard not to pick it. Sort of like Gerald with you know the Dark Knight. Rises is Hunger Games a beloved franchise? Talk about something yeah. that nobody talks about anymore. That's no, that is just that people, that thing just doesn't exist. I think a lot of people really <laughs> like that franchise, James. And uh, not only and, that, it's on every streaming <laughs> channel, Jay. Like yeah. every single one, all the free ones. It's on TNT. Yeah. like it's all on the Tubi. Time. It's it's yeah, on people, Tubi. Like it's yeah. a it's the big draw for Tubi. All, all the all the high school games. girls that listen to the show are going to uh, are going to vote for you. So I'm tell you what, you it front. gets the female <laughs> audience. No, I tell you what, it feels like the Hunger Games is watching 2012's Lay Miz. Am I right, guys? Yeah, right. Yeah. Ha <laughs> 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 ha! You got me. You got bit, me, Gerald. Good job, Gerald. Gerald, I will say that I think Magic Mike was probably the most important pick of the draft, but then to have you go Paranorman after that? If you would have gone with something a little bit stronger, I think you would have been number one, like outright. But yeah, that, I just, we'll see. The, the heart got a hold of me on the Paranorman. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who's going to win. I really have no idea. I don't know how the Masters are going to play. It might win it and it might lose it. Mm. Um, I, I don't know. All right. Yeah. All right. People uh, like the Master. 
you guys were were I took away your your fifth picks. Uh so I'll give you guys some hypotheticals. If you had one more pick, Chris, and we loop back around for round 5, what were you going with? It's so funny. I probably would have gone with um I probably would have gone with Chronicle Ooh. actually. I know that sounds mm. funny. I I really enjoy that flick. It's got it's got some really 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 cool fight scenes. Um, it, it's, I don't think it's like best of, but on my last movie show, the last episode podcast I used to do, like we talked about it and it was something that like we had never heard of. And then we watched it. We're like, wait a second. This movie's actually really good. And it's, it, it's, it's it, anyway. Yeah. I probably would have done Chronicle, but I don't think any enough people had seen it. All right. There Another go. canceled, uh, screenwriter there. And well, kind of director as well. Both of those guys, <laughs> Max Landis. Fuck Max Landis. Uh, Jay, if you had one more pick here in round five, what would you go with? As much as I want to say Spring Breakers, which I unapologetically love, <laughs> uh, I, I would not have gone that route. That would have been a good fifth rounder, though, Jay. Um, I would have taken Life of Pi. Ooh. Okay. I, I think that's a, a very good movie. Great special effects. Ang Lee. Very good director. Um, really engaging movie. I like that one a lot. All right. Gerald? I, too, love Spring Breakers, Jay. So, once again, you're my boy. Hell yeah, um, man. With the, without Spring Breakers, though, I would probably say This Is 40. The Paul Rudd comedy that kind of hit a little close to home. Uh, what a turn. What a turn <laughs> yeah. that knocked up. Uh, goes from that movie to to that one. I, I, Gerald, I'm with you on this is forty. That yeah. for some reason is a movie that my wife and I watch like all the time. I think that movie's really good. It's probably a little bit too long, but most Judd Apatow movies are. Yeah. Um. It's. I, I think that's a really really funny movie. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, and Ryan, if you had one more, what are you going with, man? Man, I, I'm not gonna have a podcast to go to next week because it looks like gerald's fucking taking over or something <laughs> um but uh i you know this is really tough uh there's a couple but i i would probably end up going with with argo uh the the best picture winner that year i i rewatched it recently and it does really play well and and it's still the exhilarating thrill ride i had in the theater and i can understand why everybody got swept up in it during the oscar season and loved it and ben affleck it's his last good directorial film and he's good in the film it's 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 a really solid solid film and i probably would have taken that from what i recall he should have won the directing oscar for that yeah he was snubbed for that and did not he wasn't even nominated right right yeah he wasn't yeah that was the whole controversy is that he didn't get nominated and then that's sort of what won the film best picture along with it also being a good film but he also co-wrote that movie with whatchamacallit, who also... Chris Terrio, Ugh. who won the Oscar, Ugh. actually. What yeah, happened, Chris Terrio man? won the Oscar, and then all downhill. Yikes. Uh, guys, if I had one more pick in this last round, uh, if, if I chose heart, I would probably choose some... No, if I chose head, I would probably go with something like Perks of Being a Wallflower. Which, yeah, which I think is a great little gem. Of Have not film. seen that movie. You yeah. know the the bad <gasps> thing about that, Justin. I haven't seen the it. Bad thing. I, I need the bad to. thing about that movie. Yeah, is I, I, I just watched either. that two weeks ago, and oh boy, did, did that thing not age well? Ah, uh, Emma Watson, Ezra Miller, 
Um, Ooh, talk about controversial. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like every dude in Hollywood, though. You know? It's like any name. It's like pick a name out of a hat. Oh, yeah, that guy's a slime ball. I thought it was great. I'll have to rewatch it and look at it again. But if I was going with heart, guys, I would go with probably something way more controversial and a movie that I stand for to this day because it's so fucking bonkers. I'm, of course, talking about Prometheus. One of the oh, best Prometheus. Oh. I hate I hate that movie so much. Oh, I love so, it. So, 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 so. I have only seen that movie once, and I remember it's, not liking it, but I think about that movie all the time. The and I, yeah. we did a, I've been doing an alien watch through, and for whatever reason, I stopped after um, whatever the um, resurrection. Resurrection. And I, I have the 4K of Prometheus sitting right over there, and I really, I need to watch that one soon because I mean, what a gorgeous movie! That some of the best 3D I've ever seen in that movie too, like genuine good use I, of 3D. Um, but I did think it was so a, a little bit dumb. Love it. It's so funny because it's like me and Justin usually line up on almost everything. It's like one of these weird bones of contention about Prometheus. It's like how much I hate that movie. I was watching, literally watching Alien this morning. We watch it with breakfast, which is a very funny breakfast movie to watch. And I just was thinking, like, "Gosh, dang it, Prometheus, why do you exist?" And that's just the entire. That's just my entire thought I will, process. I, I, oh, I want him to finish that trilogy so bad. Like he was just really going out there with 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 the two of those films. So, but Prometheus, yes, still has my my heart. So glad so. someone stopped him. <laughs> well, I mean, he's getting old. You never know. You never, never know. know. That's what I'm saying. Come on. Put it on Hulu or whatever. Come on, guys. Uh, all right. Uh, other other films that we might have missed, guys. Uh, what, what do we got here? No uh, Cloud Atlas fans, I assume. Oh, I, I actually, Jay. I I actually really like Cloud Atlas. I I hated the first like ten minutes of it. I'm just like, what the heck am I watching? And then by the end of it, I'm crying. Like, and I it is not for everybody. It really isn't. It's not for everybody at Ryan all. And like, my, someone my, hates my, it. My, like, um, my former co-host Ryan and I, we did a series on the Wachowskis and first time I'd ever seen Cloud Atlas. I think it's a mixed bag. I really admire its ambition. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a weird flick, man, but it's good. Yeah, and, yeah. Like if someone says they hate it, I get it. Like, yeah, oh, you hate it? Yeah, absolutely. I totally get it. Totally get why you hate that movie. I really love it. I really do. I, I made the mistake of watching it. I think I saw it at the Cinerama Dome at the Arclight and it already had a couple drinks and then like Ooh, an hour in, smart. I was like, holy shit, I have made a mistake. You know, <laughs> this is not the one to be watching Tipsy. Uh Cloud Atlas. Any others, guys? Uh the, only, the only ones the only ones on my list are my I had twenty here in front of me. The only two that didn't get mentioned were Sinister, which is a really scary horror movie. That movie really scared the shit out of me when I saw yeah. it. Ethan Hawk. And uh, yeah, Ethan Hawk. And then Brave, the Disney Pixar. Oh, may, may have yeah, Brave and Lorax. Yeah, Lorax yeah. is a good one too. Uh, no, no, scary. Lincoln. Lincoln's yeah. good. I hate that movie. Lincoln. Don't even, don't even bring it up. Lincoln's yeah. good. Oh, I, I like Lincoln up until the last ten minutes of that film. Yeah. Uh, Mud is one I like. Another McConaughey. Yeah, um, Killing them softly, which has a Ooh. really, really good Brad Pitt performance. Uh, probably not a lot of people have seen that one. Yep. Um, and the final one I'll mention, which never would have been drafted, but uh, talk about a canceled man. But this movie is so good. Such an underrated action flick. Mel Gibson in Get the Gringo, which is also like an already canceled title, but what a good movie. That movie is so much fun if you haven't seen it. Yeah. I'd, I'd say of the the only one that has been mentioned that I like, I know Jay's kind of softened on it, but uh, is Moonrise Kingdom, 
from Wes Anderson. Uh, that's a film that um, was uh, that me and my wife watch all the time, and we really love it. But uh, I just didn't think it would play well. I hate, hate, and I know he also hates it, so that's why I didn't want to hear like anything from him about it. Um, But I really love that film, and uh, and so I just, I just didn't, uh, I didn't think. I think it's a good honorable mention. We had uh, Tommy Cruise and Jack Reacher that year. We had uh, Lincoln with, of course, Spielberg. We had Drunk Denzel in Flight. Oh, Flight! Oh, God! Which is a crazy film uh, as well. And then there's three documentaries I just want to give shout-outs for. Uh, you could punch them into JustWatch.com, which I just did with several of these movies. Um, the Imposter, which is a documentary that is best you just watch it without knowing much about it. Mm-hmm. Also, The Queen of Versailles. That is, movie rules. It's a documentary that Chrissy and I were obsessed with at the time, and I actually met the 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 guy that owns the house in the movie yo that's awesome and he invited us to the, to see the house whenever it gets finished these are this is a billionaire by the way and i was just like oh you guys are crazy what a crazy family that is anyway searching for sugarman was the the third one that i was going to suggest as well a great uh documentary as well great uh year for documentaries 2012 mm-hmm. so um yeah guys a lot, lot of good films Looking at you guys' list, like I said, it, it's pretty much a toss-up, I think, between the four of you guys. Um, but Jay and Gerald have told me they're going to the end. They're going to 2019 together. So, yep, together. That would be pretty wild. <laughs> All right. Look, making it through two rounds, in a normal draft, right, if you win two, you're in the finals. Is that right? Or do you have to win three? Uh, last time, so yeah, you would win the first one, you'd be in the semifinals, and then if you get in the semifinals, you're in the finals. Yeah. So, no, no shame, no shame in getting this far. Yeah. We'll see. Like I said, when we started this, Jay, I, I, Jay was like, Thanks for putting me in a position where I'm probably not going to be around. <laughs> so, everyone knew to start that this is a Royal Rumble, and it's just, you know, uh, an excuse to talk about movies in, in this. And this, this episode was, was hell in a cell. This was. <laughs> Well, this, I, this was this was brutal. Th- it added a, a bit of uh, you know a fun to the proceedings. We had to shake things up, and uh, yeah. t- to have Ryan and Chris come in here and uh, knock Jay and Gerald a little bit off their game—that's what I was looking for tonight. You know, it's, it's a lot of fun. I Too bad fun it didn't day. work, since me and Jay's list are fucking immaculate. <laughs> I was yeah. I was thinking it was going to be two draft. Uh, I was thinking it was going to be two draft giants. Um, uh, as obnoxious as these selections were, they were not. Uh, we're not exactly dealing with giants on this one. These are uh, <laughs> these are a couple of also rands uh, historically. So we'll see how this goes. Well, the the most important thing is if you're listening to this episode, once the polls drop, go and pick who do you think had the best four movies uh, team here in 2012 because the top two vote-getters advance to our 2013 round. We'll have two new competitors to draft it out to see who can last as long as they can to our final round, 2019. we got a long way to go, a lot of movies to talk about, but I want to give a shout-out to all four of these gentlemen for joining me tonight to talk movies Always a fun time. Chris Brayton can't can't get him off my podcast. He's here all the time. <laughs> uh, we, we got him down. This is like a don't don't breathe situation where we got him down in the basement. 
Uh, I was just talking about that movie. Gerald, I was talking about that movie with you. By, by the way, Gerald, congrats mm. on live stream for The Cure. You guys went oh, yeah. gangbusters, raised how what yeah, was the dude. final total? Uh, we actually just got more from like T-shirt sales and other stuff that Nick was tallying up. So we're over nineteen thousand. Yeah. And our goal was our goal wow, was fifteen. Awesome. So we uh, we beat it before Saturday even ended and kept going. So we ended up just over nineteen thousand. Awesome. Fuck cancer. You guys did awesome raising all that money for a great cause. But uh, yeah, uh, what was I was just talking about? Um, yeah, Chris, you're in my basement. I'm gonna see you in a minute. We've been talking about what do we ta- we talked about Despa last week on the show. I called you in to try to knock these guys off their game. You're awesome. Tell us where you can find you and your podcast online, man. Yeah, I, I host the I Like to Like Things podcast. Super positive, unlike me on this show. Um, my real show, I'm, I'm a really nice guy, I swear. You can find us on uh, Twitter or Instagram at like2, that's the number two, like2, like things. Always a pleasure, Brayden. Thank you, sir. Jay Ledbetter, number one guy in the votes last month with our 2011 draft. He's back in 2012. He's now got beef with his co-host. The podcast might be kaput after this. Jay, where can we find you online in whatever iteration uh, is after this? Yeah, assuming assuming we uh, we do get back together for a podcast, you can hear me carrying the podcast on my back uh, over at In Session Film, where I co-host with Ryan. Uh, we talk about small films. Uh, we also do some movie series, some director series. We are currently doing a Gore Verbinski movie series. So if you want to hear about the Pirates movies, we've got some takes uh, over there. Um, and you can find me personally on Twitter at Mr. Jay Ledbetter. Awesome. Good luck in the polls this week. Jay, Gerald, two peas on a podcast. Where can we find you and your podcast online, man? Yeah, man. Thanks for having me, Justin. You know, I appreciate it, brother. I'm going to do something a little bit different this time, though. I'm going to point people to my YouTube channel because I just started kicking that up a notch. So I'm going to be doing kind of like video versions of the episodes on YouTube, and they're going to go in conjunction with the actual audio podcast that goes up. That's going to start in June. But in the meantime, I'm just doing trailer reactions and movie reviews. I just saw A Quiet Place 2 tonight and put up a quick review of that. So if you want to check me out over there and subscribe, just go to youtube.com slash two peas on a podcast. You guys need to subscribe to Gerald's YouTube channel, if and only if for one reason, and I need to, by the way, I need to subscribe as well, but I've seen a couple of your <laughs> videos. My favorite thing about YouTube uh, trailer reactions, and Gerald is doing this, is on the JPEG or whatever cover for each video, they have yeah. a Gerald like giving a face like... Hmm. Yeah, I might have watched. Uh, I might have watched this one. Or this uh, is a, a thumbnail. One. <laughs> yeah, that's a thumbnail, and I'm pulling those right from the video too. Some people just take pictures of themselves or whatever, and I'm actually pulling it out of the video. So I need some. I need some like crazier faces from you, Gerald. I want on like hand, like some hands. Okay, like, all really, right. Like, okay, take up the frame with how you're feeling about the, this. Yeah, film the, so the can... YouTube thumbnail is an art. And it really is, man. I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah. So go subscribe to Gerald on YouTube. Ryan might have a a podcast. Uh, it's <laughs> this is all TBD, guys. This is up to the moment. But Ryan, we're thanks for thanks for joining us tonight and you know being here with Jay. But where can we find you online, man? It's always a pleasure being on the movie draft with uh, even when the company is uh, less than uh, you can find me on Twitter at Ryan McQuaid 77. Uh, you can find my work at in session film awards, watch awards, radar and film speak. You can hear me 
maybe with Jay in the future over at Extra Film for In Session Film. But I also have another podcast. It's called Busting the Block with myself and the great Kevin Lee. And we talk about the biggest blockbusters ever made and decide by the end of those review whether they should have been made or not. It's a great, fun podcast. So, uh, yeah, you can find all that wonderful stuff from me. Awesome. Thank you, Ryan. Chris J., Joe, and Ryan, who had the best uh, four films drafted here in 2012? Go to our polls and vote who you think that person is. Uh, if you're listening to this, you have reached So I Married a Movie Geek. You know where to find us. Ask Alexa. Google us. We're on all the socials at Movie Geekcast. Next week, we're going to be covering a movie we've probably never seen seen before. Maybe even trying to see a movie in the theaters. I don't know. It's crazy out there. A lot of movies coming high and fast at us. There's Disney Plus things. So we're going to find something to watch, and we're going to have a lot of fun next week. Thanks so much for listening to tonight's 2012 Fantasy Movie Draft. We will see you next week. Thanks a lot. <laughs>